some. Yeah, we gathered here in the 919 where we take our time. Sit back, relax as they spit their facts. Trust me, you be coming back. Got my man Max Weezy keeping everything on track. For sports to pop culture, matter where you at. iPhone to Android, you can play it back. DJ Relevant on the ones and twos can bring a smile to your day. If you feeling blue, true, we in the 919. What you gonna do? Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. 919 at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Number nine at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Let's rock, we at the barbershop. Stay tuned. Yo, 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 it's your man Max Weezy, and we're back here inside the barbershop live from the 919. I have brought in another guest from my hometown of the 704. I gotta start thinking about maybe just calling it North Carolina because I always have people from all over the state. But anyway, uh, I brought in my homegirl. She is uh, not just a homegirl, she's a talented, beautiful music artist. And she is originally from the great country of Armenia. Um, and she's just an all-around awesome chick. Natalie B, say what's up to everybody. Hey, guys. This is sort of a... We're going to talk about a lot of things. First of all, um, just to introduce everyone sort of to you, you know, uh, you're almost a college graduate. Congratulations to that. <laughs> Thank you. How does that feel? It feels so, so good. Um, it just feels like the last few months were kind of dragging on and I'm just ready to be done and start the next chapter of my life. I met Natalie when she was a freshman and yeah, just to see you like, a baby. right. Just to see you like transition from, from that to where you are now was like really crazy. It makes me feel super duper old, but you know, like life goes on and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Max was one of the first people I spoke to from Queens before I even met anyone else. <laughs> remember we, I was yeah. like emailing you about being on Queens Chella. Yeah. 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 I remember that. <laughs> yes. I do remember that. Yeah. You were super hyped about that. Yeah. Yes. Cause it, it, cause I remember, it was just like um just just trying to get more of a music scene and a, more of a culture to the to the campus and i was like super excited that other people yeah. were excited about it and you were super excited about it so that was cool and a lot of people like i don't know how many people uh like know this but i mean i i did have like some help with like uh planning and just like sort of getting it getting it together on the day of but speaking of queen's cello like that's I still can't believe I pulled that off because of the, it was like little background, like, so Queen's Chella, for everyone listening, it was uh, basically, we took the concept of, of Coachella and brought it to Queen's campus. So we had people like, people that sang and, and pretty much musicians on campus, like come in, like, you know, perform, you know, in a Coachella themed, like, event. Uh, so, but the thing about it was that event was for, welcome uh yeah like welcome back to camp to classes like week so um the idea was pitched and approved in the spring before um that year but the event was for um you know coming back so like end of august september and the event was actually the way they put it there was actually scheduled on labor day uh, weekend or the, the, the Friday before Labor Day weekend. So it was um, tough because, like, just the way our, uh, so, that, you know, the club was Project Airwaves. I was there for people that didn't go to Queens. I was the uh, radio club that uh, I was president of at Queens University of Charlotte, for those who 
Um, so yeah, just for anyway. So and and so I was you know in charge of making that event happen, but because of that awkward period of time between okay having it approved in April and August, like of course everyone you know goes on vacation and everything like that. So I didn't I essentially did not have a club um, to help you know, plan and, and execute over the summer. I mean, the concept was simple enough, but basically that whole week and the day of the event, I was just like scrambling to get things like done and basically like put, put together myself because like clubs weren't officially in session yet. And it was just like a really, it was a lot and yeah. shout out to, uh, you know, my friends and everything that, that did was able to help, but it was like a lot just to, to get that put together but i think it went really well and it was like yeah i'm pretty sure it rained on the day too yeah change locations last minute yeah it rained and it was just like i am i am uh i don't know how that the hat the event went i mean i I I don't know i don't know how it was able to like be an event like yeah it was crazy but you know i still remember that like being the craziest like scariest you know time uh, of my college experience, but you <laughs> did it. You were great. You were awesome. Thank you. Um, performing and and we we had a couple of more link ups and stuff um, afterwards. Just just yeah. with your your music, but I mean, really, it's it's been cool to see how you've um, how you've uh, you know matured and and grown in, and, and uh, your music is is starting to uh, take off a little bit. So let's talk yeah. about that. Um, what are you What are you currently working on? So, um, currently, well, one of my goals before 2019 was I really wanted to um, produce my own EP, my own music. I've always just hidden behind other artists. And, you know, I was always singing covers, posting them on YouTube, on my SoundCloud, or even at, like, concerts or anything. I've never, like, written a song where I wasn't afraid to, like, show people my own lyrics or my own music. So, um, that's one of my goals for the end of the year is to have an EP completely down and um, I really just want to share that with people, share, like, you know, how I feel about things with people. Is your plan to uh, stay in, 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 in the States, in Charlotte, to, to execute that? Or are you trying, like, how are you going to situate that after graduation? I've been going back and forth about this for so long. I just, like, I've been putting off the idea because I hate thinking about it. It makes me really anxious. But I think, um, you know, I would like to get started on it as soon as possible. I've already been writing a lot. Um, and I've already, you know, made plans to just come back with my covers on YouTube too, just to gain a little more exposure online. But, um, I think I will be moving back to Dubai post-graduation, uh, just to, you know, be around a different scene. You know, the music scene there is really growing too. So I've already linked up with some producers there as well. So I'm really excited about that. Right. And I just like, I don't even know how, but I totally like, messed that part up i forgot about that so you i mean so your ethnicity is armenian right yes i'm Russian okay. armenian but um you grew up in dubai yes okay for the last 14 years wow um yeah that's 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 crazy uh so okay so yeah so so you're so you're sort of gonna just work on stuff here finish your year out year out and then your plan is to um to go back to Dubai and, and sort of work, go from there, right? Yeah, take it from there. All right. So, what other what are some things that um, you are looking to not only I guess accomplish, but like what are, what are some things that 
personally, um, like what type of, I guess, like topics or things that, that are, that are that you hoping to like get across or, or inspiring you to, um, create for this particular EP? Um, in terms of the EP or just in general for the year? I guess, I mean, in general, but for the, I guess for the EP, like, like, what are we going to, what type of things are we going to hear about? Like, what topics are you, are you going to like touch? Like, what's your, in your, your creative process? Like, what sort of things right. do you draw from? I guess from this EP, what I really would like to share with people is just that I think I always put on a bit of a brave face or, you know, like an image where I don't really like allowing people to come inside and just see what goes on in my head or goes, what goes on with my emotions. I'm a very sensitive person, which is why I never wanted to share lyrics with anybody. But I think, you know, in this day and age, there's just so much going on, so much changing. I think it's important to have, you know, figures that people can look to and just feel vulnerable, feel like they can, they have someone there that they can talk to, that they can listen to and stuff like that. So I guess with this EP, I'm really just going to open up with maybe all my insecurities. Um, you know, obviously relationships are going to be involved in that. Things with family, with friends, with you know, exes, lovers, stuff like that. And um, I'm just pretty much going to share all of that through my words and my music. What have you learned about yourself from that, like, freshman Natalie that was, like, <laughs> emailing me about being in a clean cell to, like, the, the woman you are now? Like, what what's, what's changed? What have you learned? Honestly, I mean, I've learned a lot. It's Four years doesn't sound like a lot, but it really, really is. Or maybe it's just the four years of being in college. It's such a transitional phase where so much can change, so much can happen. You will meet so many different people that will influence you, whether or not you like it, and, you know, that will have an impact on you and the way you think. Um, when I first came to Queens, and, you know, when I messaged you about Queens, Shell, I was so confident. I was so excited. I had so much hope for life. But the older I got, I guess, I, I mean, I got more anxious and nervous. I didn't know what life had in store for me, what, you know, I was going to be doing with myself. So if anything, I wish I could go back to 18-year-old Matt and just be as confident as I used to be and just be as excited for life as I used to be. Your talent, but let's dig into that a little bit because you're so talented and you're so beautiful. Like, like how, I guess people that, that know you or that know of, of you are going to be like, how in the world is this girl insecure? Like, where does that come from? I don't, you know, I think it's, especially nowadays with social media, there's just so much going on. It's hard for you to not compare yourself to somebody else. You have to be so strong-minded and so confident in who you are that no exterior force can bring that down. And I feel like sometimes it's hard to do, especially in an environment like, you know, in college or something like that. Like, this is the age where things are happening. Things are changing. You're about to start your life and your career. It's hard to not look at other people and be like, oh, my God, what am I doing with myself? Like, what do I do? What's the right thing to do? What do I do to be better? Right. Yeah, that's definitely a, a battle I feel like a lot of people face, like, no matter... Um, you know what what qualities that they have and actually I, I we're gonna sort of sort of circle back to this um, comparison discussion a little bit later on but first I want to just um, ask you a couple of just music uh, questions because there's just been a lot of stuff um, going on just just topics or, or debates and everything going on just just in music in general but uh, like, particularly with R&B, I know that you get a lot of inspiration from, um, you know, Beyonce and, and Amy Winehouse and, like, R&B and, and soul artists. Um, 
Yeah, absolutely. And what are so? And there was just like <laughs> there was this like big discussion, this big debate um, that was sparked by Jacques a few a few a few years a few weeks ago when he called himself the king of R and B, um, and a lot of people actually sort of um, you know we you know people use that opportunity to of course like shout out. Uh, some women in R&B as well. Like, who do you think, if you could, like, name a queen of R&B, like, who do, who would you, like, put in that, on that pedestal? Um, well, first of all, I just want to say, Jacquees, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know who that is. So, like, I'm about to Google that. But in terms of R&B, I feel like, you know, back in the day, it was really so much easier to just, you know, point out one person and be like, oh, yeah, queen of pop, queen of R&B, queen of soul, mm-hmm. this. Nowadays, there are just so many talented people that are just coming up. It's hard to just, you know, put it down as like one person. Um, obviously, I will always say someone like Beyonce is the queen. But nowadays, you have you have like Kalani and Georgia Smith, um, Jean Chinaiko, SZA, like those girls, they're so cool and they're on the rise too. And I really look to those girls as inspiration as well. I love Kalani awesome. so much. I love The Weeknd too. He will, I mean, I yeah. do feel like his music over the years has changed, but he's definitely an inspiration for me. I went through a phase where I was like, I would love to be the female version of The Weeknd. He is so cool. I love his music. He ha- he is cool and he's transformed like in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, For sure. And I love, I love like all the people you mentioned, George Smith. I love Kaylani. Like she's they're like, so cool, beautiful super cool. voices. Yeah. And talent uh, too, in terms of like male singers or oh, yeah. boys. Yeah, absolutely. So who are you listening to like now? Like pe- that maybe people don't know about. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure people do know about, but I guess they just don't like listen it, listen to it the way I do. I mean, I will always, always, in terms of if I'm listening to a song just for the vocals for the singer, I will always go back to the old school like Adele, Beyonce, Lana Del Rey, Amy Winehouse. Like, no wonder how old it is. It's still my favorite kind of stuff. Obviously, Ariana Grande, like she's doing amazing things right now. She is the figure right now. But I love listening to a little bit of everything. Lady Gaga too, like my favorites. Nice, yeah. It's always good to go back to the, the you know, the consistent like classics for sh- for sure. Um, so let's talk about um, a, like a local um, artist that you c- recently collaborated with. Yeah. You collaborated with Chris Buxton. I knew Chris him. Buxton, yes. <laughs> I knew him when he was a, a freshman at Queens. It's like really crazy. Uh, How, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I knew him when he was there, and it was like really cool. I remember. I'll never forget this. I remember him like. Um, cause you know, we talk about, I knew sort of his, about his music and everything like that when he was there. Cause we, you know, I was sort of just finding my footing with Project Airwaves when he was there. And, um, I remember, I'll, like, I remember him asking me, he was like, um, you know, do you ever think that you're going to, um, like take, basically like take Project Airwaves outside of the walls of Queens and make it bigger. And at the time I knew that. Cause I was still pretty, I think I was, this was my second year at Queens. So I was, I was still trying to figure myself out and I knew that I wanted to obviously have some sort of career, but I didn't know, um, at the time if, if making Project Airwaves like global <laughs> was necessarily the plan. So I was just like, I was just like, 
I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But you know, that was, I, I guess I always remember that question because it was like, it just sort of like inspired me to, to, um, just like continue to innovate and, and create and just be like, um, just be, just take everything I do and just, and just make it as big as possible. So that was like, that was a moment that I'll never forget, but he's really cool. Um, he's awesome. And I'm really grateful to Chris Buxton who gave me the opportunity to be featured on something like this. It was so awesome. Yeah, talk about that. Like, it, so the song for everyone um, listening, to the song's called Lift. It's like Lift, like the app. So L Y F T. I believe it's in, on all the platforms. So um, go check that out for sure. It's a, it's an awesome song. Yeah. Like so, how? Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, no. You talk go about ahead, that. You go, ahead, go ahead. No, no. Yeah. Talk about that. Like, how was it? Was that like? Because I mean, you mentioned like you've done you know, covers and stuff before, but was that your first like song that you, that that you've been on that was like pr- like really like officially produced in a while? Or like talk about like how that yeah so came about. Um, basically, you know, I had never even met Chris before. I've heard of him. Um, I went to Breakaway the the year before, so I mean, I saw him there, and we had mutual friends, but we had never met or anything. And I guess, I, I mean, I uploaded a video on Instagram of myself singing and he reached out to me saying, hey, uh, how would you feel about doing a collab? I have this song. I would love to have you come to the studio and hear the song and like maybe do a feature on it. And I was so excited. And just the fact that like, you know, like I was saying, I really lost my self-confidence. But to have somebody that, you know, kind of saw something in me and was like, yeah, she could be kind of cool. She could be pretty talented. That was really, really special. And so he sent me the track. It was already pretty much done. Um, They kind of played around with it for me to get my verse in. And basically it was like, I just want you to do a few backing vocals for this track. So I had some stuff and we were getting ready to leave. And then he was like, "Um, are you good? Is everything fine? I was like, well, I mean, I wrote a verse too, if you want to hear it. And he was like, get her back in the studio. And we went back in, we did that final verse. And it was just so cool. Like, it was such a great experience. And just being able to do that, Chris was actually the person that really, really inspired me to not be so afraid to come out with my own music again. And he was the one that inspired me to, you know, have the motivation to finally come out with this EP and write my own music and share my own words with people. So that's awesome. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I might have to... uh hit him up to get to get him on here because i really uh because i i you know like i said like i i known him for the for the time he was at queens but i just like totally forgot that he uh yeah. was doing music until i saw saw, saw you post that and i was like oh that's so cool like that's it just was. such a cool collab so cool the way that it happened too it was like oh my gosh i was like a child i was so excited and like when i walked into the studio too that's the first recording studio i've been in charlotte i've never been wow. to the studio here yeah wow well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, you know, I was excited to see that, and that's that's cool that um, you had the opportunity to do that. Uh, yeah. So, so here's here's the um, here's what we'll do. Take a quick break, and uh, we're gonna jump right into um, this next discussion, which is gonna be pretty interesting for um, all the people that, especially people that do some sort of creative thing and you feel like oh my god like how come i don't have a million followers this next discussion is for you stay tuned let's rock we at the barbershop let's rock we at the barbershop stay tuned all right guys so i was sort of in my youtube 
a wormhole and I just saw a discussion actually that I thought was really impactful and really powerful on the roommates podcast. Shout out to them. They're definitely one of my um, podcast inspirations, but they were talking about platforms and, and how we sort of tend to, especially people that create, um, tend to compare ourselves um, to people who have a larger following. And um, there was a very interesting uh, point that was made that I sort of wanted to bring out. But let me ask you, Natalie, like, do you ever, is it, is it tough um, in this day and age where there's a lot of people that are sort of trying to do do the same thing? And we were always sort of told that I feel like, but it's more obvious on social media that there's just a lot of like competition out there. Like, is it hard not to ask yourself, wow, how come I'm not as big as this person? Especially when it's like somebody the same age or younger, like, do you find yourself in that struggle? It's not really me thinking, why am I not as big as them? Like, that's not really my concern. It's more the issue of like, you know, I see these things being posted and then I compare myself in the sense that I'm just not good enough. I mean, I wouldn't right. necessarily want to be, I, I'm not really into that whole like social media fame kind of thing. That's never really been anything I've been interested in. I've never wanted to be one of those social media like models or something like that, but it's hard to not let it kind of get to your head sometimes. Totally. I, and the, I think that it's, it's definitely interesting because it's, social media has become a, a tool for us to judge our, our self-worth by, which is really weird. Um, and the point that was brought out um, on this show was that sometimes people that create things and they do it with a certain, they may have a certain like niche or a certain like audience they're like, oh, how come I don't have like all these like thousands or millions of followers or whatever? But it's um, because you know it depends on who you compare yourself to, right? Like if you're comparing yourself to, you know, um, a person that has more of like a wider appeal or that is doing something that, or is that a topic that everyone can relate to? So you know, if you're you know a model like a, and you talk about makeup, which a lot of people are interested in. Then of course that person and they're, if they're especially if they're great at it, that person may have a ton of followers. But you know if you're if you're what you create is you know um, folk music or something like that. Like you know your it may be really cool, but it's just like there's a very specific audience you know for that. So I think that's something that not a lot of people realize is that sometimes we get like super caught up in that but it's like you know maybe whatever the thing is that you're creating that you're doing isn't something that necessarily appeals to everybody but for the people that it appeals to i think you know um i I think if we were just to focus more on the people that are supporting us and the people that that aren't i think we'd be a lot more content you know what i'm saying I also feel like sometimes it gets to a point where, you know, someone like people feel like they're missing out, you know, if they don't have like that many likes on a post or something and it makes them feel even more insecure about their presence on social media. It's just it's kind of weird, but like it's hard to not say that, you know, you don't feel this way because I'm sure every single person can relate to it. Right. And one of the biggest things I think a lot of people don't realize is that. 
um, social media following doesn't really equate to to money, um, and at least not at the magnitude that you think it would, right? So it's, you know, absolutely, can influencers make money by um, advertising people's products? Absolutely, but it's a lot of times like the lifestyle that they present is not not really and we know that's been it's been said before but it doesn't really equate to the amount of money you you think it does um so i so you know it's it's a crowded space out there and um i think that it can be easy to be like to again to fall into the the trend of um feeling that you're not good enough because you don't have um a certain following but i think it's just something that uh people just have to be like realistic about like okay like why does this person have a lot of followers like, like what is it like, like what have they been doing um what are some things that you personally uh i guess f- do to get better well i mean first of all i really really think it's important that we as individuals stop trying to seek for gratification from other people just to make ourselves feel like validated like I just think as soon as you feel like something is off maybe you should take a break from being on your phone so much or being on social media so much and you should do other things which are more important like I'm really trying to focus more this year on giving back to other people I really want to do some more stuff with like voluntary work or spend more time with my family do some more meditation based things and fitness based things just so that I'm not always having this phone in my face and like looking at things that honestly, like, I don't even think is real half the time. It's not. It's just this whole world that's built up. And, you know, we make it worse by giving it so much attention. So instead of feeling that insecure, I think um, what's really important is if we start putting our focus into more important things around the world. The other, that's such a good point. Like the other day I saw an ad for, um, I guess these people were renting their house out for, you know, influencers and models to to like come take pictures and write so it's like you know that i'm not saying every model or every influencer necessarily does that but it's like you know there's literally a business for people to come and like pretend to live you know in a nice house so it's like okay if that's if that's a lucrative business like you know think about you know, all the things that you see and all the things that you're trying to emulate, like how much of it is, is authentic. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crazy. I went on uh, this summer. I was in Ibiza. I was doing all these crazy vacations and it was so fun. And, you know, I would take photos and post them. And I had so many people saying stuff like, Oh, Nat, I'm so jealous. I wish I had your life. You look so happy and all this stuff. When really like that, that time in my life, it wasn't the best time. I wasn't happy, even though I was doing so many amazing things. I made a post about it, too. I said to people, like, you know, not everything you see is real. Just because you see these posts, don't think that, you know, it's something that it's not. It's very easy to put on a facade for people, but you don't know what people are going through half the time. And you don't know why they're posting these photos. Sometimes people are just trying to cover up other things. I mean, I'm not generalizing that for everybody. Like, you know, if you look good, go ahead, post a photo. Like, (laughs) good for you. Talks to you. I'll do the same thing. But, like... You know, sometimes it gets to a point where it's just like if you do feel kind of down, you should probably think about, you know, there's other things that are going on. Yeah, a lot of it's, you know, you, you never really know like what like what is therapy for people, right? Like some people like to read or write or do these do these things. Yeah. 
And, you know, some people who are able to like go and travel are able to, you know, do different things, sort of just do it for, for, for therapy or they have opportunities, um, you know, that, you know, just they're able to do it. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, it's like people, I sort of like you, um, cause I, you know, I travel a lot and people are just like, Oh yeah, I'm so jealous to travel so much. And I'm like, yo, like I find the cheapest deals. Like I'm traveling on a budget. Like, you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not over here. Like I don't have like a, a bunch of money yeah. at all. Like, I just like, I just know how to, how to budget. You, know, yeah. budget. you feel me? So it's sometimes it's, 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 it's just crazy how, um, you know, our, how our society is like built on that. And I think that especially again, going back to just people that, um, create, I don't think we should ever, you know, whether you are a musician or you, you paint or you rap or, you know, you make podcasts like it's, it's never going to be, um, uh, it's not ever going to help you to compare yourself to someone else. Yeah. You just have to put the, put the work in a lot of times. Especially, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Especially nowadays, the pressure is worse than it has ever been. And I honestly think it's going to get even worse. You just have to know yourself so well, be so strong and confident in yourself that no exterior forces can bring you down and make you feel like you have to do something that's like crazy to get people's attention. I want your perspective on this because you're, I mean, you're, you know, Queens is a pretty s- small school and just, um, you know, you, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure you don't hang out with like underclassmen like a bunch of the time, but like you, you're sort of like closer to them than, you know, than I am. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm in a professional environment all the time. But, so like, just out of like curiosity, do you see, like you were saying, you don't think it's, you think things might are going to get worse. Like, do you, is that reflected in sort of like, the behaviors or things that you see from like the younger generation. So like, I'm not like trying to pick on like the freshman at Queens, but just like the peak, like as you're around younger, like aged people, like, like, do you sort of, is that something that you sort of like see, like what's the difference between them and maybe how the way you were when you were in that position? For sure. When I go back home and I'm with my little brother, uh, the things he talks about, the things he does. I mean, I don't really know about, Queens. I don't know about the other right. generations there. I really am not close to them, but right. when I see my brother's generation and, you know, it's like these little 13-year-olds talking the same way that my friends talk, and I'm like, how do you know about this? How do you... Right. <laughs> and it's just like this generation developing so, so quickly, even faster than we did, and it's just like crazy to think, I don't know, the, like, whatever it's about to turn into. Yeah, that is that is pretty crazy. crazy. I think just people I, th- I thought it was weird i remember being like you know a little older and thinking it was weird for like you know 10 year olds to have a cell phone or you know what i'm saying but it's like that's like standard now you know what I'm, so it's like people have access to things you know way earlier than than we did so it's it's pretty pretty freaky to think about about it's definitely um, weird but i think it's it's necessary now yeah, absolutely. Yeah, now now it definitely is, but it, it's like, it's just what it's creating is definitely like, like you said, like like the the things that you know adults talk about or the things that adults like see and experience like can can easily be like accessed by you know like young people. Um, 
which is like a whole <laughs> different like topic in itself. Just sort of just to wrap this conversation up, like what advice would you give to someone? And you're sort of just starting out yourself, but just like, I guess like anybody that is sort of like thinking that, hey, maybe I sort of like want to um, get into music or, or just like they're trying to figure out like, should I take this on or, or you know, do something, you know, quote unquote, like more practical, like, and they, they're trying to decide, like, if they want to take that, that step into it, like, what advice would you give them? My advice is if it's something that you truly love from the bottom of your heart, if it's something you're passionate about and, you know, you can't go a day thinking about work as hard as you can keep going at it, always chase your dreams and follow your passions. Um, and I really think, you know, those things will come through. If it's meant to be, it'll be. I think uh, focusing all of your efforts into things that you love and things that you think are important will eventually resonate. So definitely keep going at it and don't let other people, you know, bring you down or influence you in any ways. You know, I remember um, remember my freshman year, we filmed this video with me when <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> the soul, Natalie V. And even in that video, I was talking about how I've always loved singing and performing. I started singing and doing competitions when I was eight years old. And I kept at it all through my high school career. And then I hit college. I was still singing freshman year. And then I guess I just like got so wrapped up with school and I wasn't like really, you know, putting all my attention into music the way I used to. So I kind of shied away from it. My anxiety kind of just got really bad. And, you know, I said, even though I'm kind of busy, I really, like, I want to go back to what I love doing. And that's what I'm doing right now. You know, I started out doing it and I'm going to leave college doing it too. I just needed a little bit of a break, but eventually everything that's yours will find you again. So definitely keep going. That's an awesome quote. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, honestly, though, like, you're so, um, you know, beautiful and talented. I, I was low-key, like, disappointed, um at that particular time because I mean, I understand like like definitely like their like anxieties like and nervousness is like a huge like factor but I was like disappointed I thought like just not kind of knowing like what, what really was going on I guess I was just sort of like um disappointed that you didn't that you weren't you know um like trying to get yourself out there a little yeah, bit more like with your with your stuff if I could go back in time I really wish I pushed myself more and I focused on these things I guess my focuses there were like stupid things like oh you know I'm young I want to go have fun I was working then too I want to have a good time with my friends and I was like in stupid relationships then which were all just like draining me out and I should not have been putting my energy into that but I'm glad that you know I've grown from that and I've um, realized what is important to me and where I should be putting my energy and I'm glad that it's into my art and it's into my family and myself and my well-being again and giving back to other people so i really hope other people can do the same and just you know we can all work to getting better because the world can be such an awful place sometimes but if you try to be a good person i'm sure you know it resonates with everybody else and everybody else can just that little bit really helps right and and you're absolutely right and it wasn't even in just to be clear like it wasn't even like from a place of like like judgment like I was like oh, no. not, not saying like I was like oh like oh you know like why isn't she you know doing it was more of just like man like that talent and that that 
love i could see it and feel it yeah and also just like with like talent is so like rare and i wanted i guess my thing has always been like if you if you have a talent and you're really good and you're you can and you are, like i said just or just really good and you really love it like i want people to to succeed yeah um and i felt that with you like i wanted you to really you know really like you know, do yeah. like you know, do well. So I was just like, dang. But I'm happy to like know and hear that you're you're um kind of like getting back yeah. into it and you're really just like doing something that you you love and you're good at because like the world's your oyster girl. Like, of course, yes, <laughs> like, that's true and it was so yeah. weird. I remember maybe like three years ago I went through this like this weird thought. I was just thinking like, wait, so I'm majoring in business right now. So, like, is that it? Like, am I really not doing anything with my music? Like, is that it with the music? Like, because, you know, I first started double majoring in business and music, then I dropped the music, and I was like, is that really it? Am I finished? What am I doing with myself? And then I started posting these, like, videos, and then it, honestly, it just takes one person. Like, I had Chris reach out to me, and then I had, like, you know, some other lounges around Charlotte reach out to me and I was just so happy that I was like, wait, no, I do still have this. Why am I so insecure with myself? This is something I love doing. Like make something out of it. Don't put it to waste. Right. And I think what's important to, and I already said, <laughs> I'd wrap this up before, but just like also just to bring another point home is that I feel like, and I have to talk myself out of this, this too. Um, but I feel like we get, get into a point where we feel like, especially uh, people that go to college and, and graduate and it's like they feel like there's a finality to it. like they feel like okay this decision that i've made and this major that i've made is like my like final like career choice and i and it's honestly like life has so many stages and steps and there can be so many different paths and i feel like it's never whatever you decide to do decisions definitely like have a huge weight on your life but like whatever your passion is it's never not attainable um you know just because you you took a different major in college and you graduated with that or just because you know you gra- you did graduate and, and you've been like or maybe you didn't you didn't go to college but you're working at a job that has nothing to do with what you really want to do like it's it's whatever your your passion your goal is it's always um, you can always, you know, revisit it if you, you know, put steps into place to get you back to where you want to go. It's possible for anybody. Um, you know, I know people in, in, in my field that were once like math teachers and stuff. It's like, you know, you know, how'd you go from a math teacher to like a, a sports supporter? Like, you know, it's, it's like, if, if, if that can happen, if, if people can like come out of the woodwork, um, you know, go from working like a regular job to, you know, being American Idol, you know, all that stuff. It's like, it's, it's, it's never the, whatever you're doing now is never the, the last destination unless you make it the last destination. Exactly. I'm such a strong believer in working hard and what's meant to find you will always find you. What's meant to be will always be. So definitely just don't give up. Don't waste time and don't waste talent. I have nothing better to say than that. (laughs) Uh, That's perfect. The show's called The Barbershop. Um, <laughs> uh, obviously. No. Um, so, you know, have you ever been inside, like, a, a black barbershop before? Never. 
Never. Okay. I've never I think that's been inside any barbershop period. <laughs> any barbershop period. I think your my my um task for you before you go back home is to like even if it's like just like five minutes or like just like find a friend that needs to get his haircut be like hey can i like roll to the barbershop with you and <laughs> just like it's an, it's it's an experience especially especially for like a, a woman like it's just it's funny so i think like i think it's something that you should just like do and 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 just cross off your your bucket list and if if it doesn't happen and and you uh don't get to do that obviously there's the movie barbershop with like ice cube and yeah and all that stuff so you know any any that'll that'll help if you never actually but if you don't get to go to a real barbershop uh-huh. before you before you go back to, to <laughs> dubai okay what is one so on that same on the same lines what is one thing that you really want to do before you go back like what's one american thing that you have not done yet one American thing. You know what? I feel like along the years, I've really made sure I did everything I wanted to do. But, okay, one thing I have not done here while I've been in college, which I've wanted to do, is I really wanted to go to L.A. I really, really want to go to California or Hollywood. And I just have not had the opportunity to do so while I've been in college. I'm shocked you haven't been. I mean, I've been, but I've been with my parents. And oh, I wanted okay. to go to Vegas with my girlfriends, and that's never happened. I've been with my parents. Wow. Okay. Which is a much yeah. More different experience. Absolutely. I think that you have to. Okay. I don't. I don't know if how possible it is. Like maybe like if you get all your work done or something. Like maybe this will work out. I don't know if you've been thinking about it, but like I definitely. Um, I think there's. I don't know exactly when it is. It may be over the summer. I know everyone knows about Coachella, of course. Um, that's in April, and I think. I think. I, I was talking with a, a friend about um, about Vegas also, and I know they have a music festival, but I'm not sure what that is. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Yep, yep, yep. So I don't know if that's after that'd be after school or during, but um, yeah, I think music festivals are, are awesome. Yeah, I'd love place. to go to a music festival, but I'm like scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just gets so yeah. crazy. It's not even about the music. Sometimes I feel like I feel like it's just like everyone getting wild, and it's like too wild for me now. Yeah, it, it it can get interesting. I went to Governor's Ball in New York City two years ago, and it wasn't. It was pretty chill. Like I've been to crazier dive bars than than that music festival was. It was fun, but it was it was definitely like not a highly crazy experience. It was just really. um hectic in terms of like trying to find my way around new york city but anyway that's a, <laughs> uh, that's a different topic but um yeah i i yeah, should definitely visit um la and and vegas i'm i'm in the same boat as you i've been to, to both places with with family so i want to go back with friends yeah yeah um i think you know when i move back to dubai afterwards i would love to maybe live in california for a year or so Okay. Yeah, that's um like would you like would you want to live like closer to LA or or just like anywhere? I don't know, probably LA. We'll see where the wind yeah. blows. <laughs> we'll see. Where the wind blows. Yeah. We're I mean, yeah. Stuff at a time. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. LA's cool. I've heard really good things about San Diego and I've also yeah. I've been I've been to um um like San Fran a couple of times. That's that's a pretty dope area. It's just really yeah. expensive, but um 
But That's yeah. what everybody says that it's super expensive. I have some family living out there, but I would love to go. I'd love to go to Glendale. Um, they have a little Armenia out there. They have like the biggest Armenian community, so I would love to go. That's pretty sick. Um, speaking so speaking of Armenia, like, I've kind of sort of been curious about this too. So I so the correct me if I'm wrong. The, the Kardashians are Armenian, right? Yes. What like what? do Armenian people feel about them? Like, are they like super proud of them or are they just like, they're a disgrace? It's very mixed. It's like, there's no in the middle. It's one way or the other. They either love them, um, especially because they have, they've changed a lot throughout the years. Like you have to admit when they first came out on the scene, they were crazy, just party girls. And now, I mean, you have to admit the girls have changed themselves. They are being better. You know, now they've turned into business women. So I mean, it's different, but like, it's either a love or hate relationship. It's not really in the middle with them. Yeah, I was like curious about that. I mean, I, I honestly have, I'm like you, like, I think that, okay, yeah, they were crazy, but like, you cannot deny like the business um, that, you know, a lot, that all, you know, all of them really are, are doing well in business. And, um, you know, it's, it's really cool. And I think people should just appreciate that a little bit more. Um, and you know, like the the family that they were born into isn't their fault. So it's like we shouldn't blame them for you know being rich. It's like whatever. It's like you know they were they were born that way. It's not their fault. Um, well, their father. The reason why they have so much money is because the father, who was the only like Armenian member of the family, was so intelligent and he was a lawyer and he was really yeah. smart. Yeah, the mom's a bit of a ditz, but <laughs> I don't know. yeah, not my yeah. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, so, okay, cool. I think that was like all the, the burning questions I had for you. Uh, <laughs> um, what's, what's one thing you're going to, I guess you're going to, you said you're going to try to move back to the States, but I was, I was going to ask, what's the big thing that you're going to miss? I guess I, about college, like you're about to, you're about to dip. Like, are you going to, what are you going to miss, do you think, if anything? I don't think I'm going to miss college at all. Like, I think <laughs> not in a bad way, but just in the sense that, you know, I'm 22 years old now. I've done everything I wanted to do. I've made some really incredible memories. I've met some incredible people. Um, but I think my time's done. I'm really, you know, like any longer and I'm going to get bored. I'm finished. I, I totally get that. I, when I was graduating, um, I knew I'd miss you know, a lot of people, I'd miss the environment. I, I missed the space that forced me to create things. I think that's the, the biggest thing that I, I miss about college is because um, it was a place where, you know, obviously I'm doing stuff now. I have work that I do that's creative. I do this podcast, but like being in school forced me to, to do projects and to, and to do things. And it was like, you know, because I either had to turn it in for a grade or I, you know, had other responsibilities. So I think I, I'm going to miss sort of that incubator. Um, gonna, I, I missed, I miss, you know, being around like awesome creative people. Um, and the one thing I, I, um, what else? Uh, also, just that period in your life where, you are sort of like low key still dependent on parents, but but also like independent. Like that's that like stage is 
something that I, I do honestly miss. And I love being on my own now, but that was sort of nice to sort of like still be living rent free, but also like, you know, sort of like just on my own. Like it was, it was, it was weird, but, but, um, but yeah, so Natalie, I really appreciate you uh, coming on. No, I really appreciate you having me. It's been such a long time and we used to do so many fun, creative projects together. I'm glad we could have done one last one. Well, who knows? Maybe more. Yeah, I, I was gonna say this one. I better say hopefully more in the future. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> I, I would love I'm to work on another video with you too. So yeah, abso- absolutely. Hey, tell everybody where they can find you. You guys can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Matt's issue. Um, link in the bio most probably and that's the only place you can find me right now but hopefully you guys can find me on youtube soon enough and go ahead and check out the song i'm featured on with chris buxton it's called lift available on spotify and apple music so oh my god that's, that's the first time i've ever plugged myself in like that hey yeah i'll see <laughs> that's that so cool. hey yeah get used to that so it's it's not uh not this shoots d-i-s-h-o-o right yes um, on Instagram, please, guys. That, that I'm serious. That it's 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 fire. Lift L Y F T like the like the app. It's on Apple Music. You said on Spotify, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. So go go check that out. Nat, one more time. Uh, just thank you for for doing this. And thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll connect soon. Okay. Of course. All right, y'all. That's it for this episode of the Barbershop. Keep showing us love. We appreciate it. Go ahead and rate and review this podcast and also share on social media and tell your friends about us. And if you're feeling generous, there's a link in the description to become a monthly subscriber. You can do it for as little as 99 cents and you can support this podcast and help us to grow and to glow. We appreciate all the love. We'll see you next time here at the Barbershop. Stay tuned.